Today is Thursday, March 2nd, 2017, and this is Radio Wave. everyone and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje and as we mentioned during the Medjinomics broadcast earlier today, for those of you that donated last year to help keep Medjugorje.com online and operating, there was a lot of expansions that we were able to do as a result of that plea that happened one year ago and one of those is the ability to be able to record on location or to broadcast when we are not here at the Radio Wave studio. And so just as you heard a friend of Medjugorje earlier today broadcasting from another location, so also will be again tonight. And so beginning this broadcast tonight, want to ask a friend of Medjugorje, I'm going to play an excerpt from the Radio Wave Medjugorje's broadcast earlier today. Now, this broadcast was actually taped late last night, so it was taped before we received the message from Our Lady. And so I'm going to play this excerpt, and then I'm going to ask you a question following this excerpt. It's not about an individual. It's about us. This is all comes down to one thing, the Virgin Mary. She's bringing about change. And you say, well, well how do you know that? Because she's been doing this for 35 years. She's here to triumph. You're going to see things happening. And if you don't look and you don't recognize it, and you just go by the media, you think it's all bad. So those are the words that you said last night previous to Our Lady's words that we received earlier today that Joan is going to read shortly. But just want to ask you, do you what what is it that you're seeing actually happen? Because we are hearing in the world and in the media and the news that there is a lot of bad going on. But what is it that you are seeing that you feel this triumph is coming? The biggest thing I see is separation, and it's a beautiful thing because it shows the movement of God, shows Israelite when they left Egypt, they separated from this people and this place to go to a land of promise. We've been promised by Our Lady to follow her messages. She will lead us. She will teach us. She will guide us. She's doing this. We've got to segregate ourselves from all those who are bent I'm breaking all the rules. Who don't want to follow the commandments. And it's the only way to make them change is that we pull out from the structure that we help hold up, which is their evil system, and get as far away as possible. And they'll be crying out to join us at that point. That's what happened in Rome with the Colosseum and with the, with the martyrs and with the Christians and the persecutions and the witness. We've got to shine on our witness and you can't shine on 
We are covered up with a blanket that makes dark. We're blanketed in this culture with darkness. There's no way to sit there and sign until we do what early Christians do, come into the community. We combine our witness, yes, individuals and communities that have come together, like the Dominicans and the Franciscans were built on one individual's light. But people join that. And so our lady is getting us to raise, be raised up as apostles so people can follow us as individuals, which turns into two, which turns into ten, which turns into a hundred. We are to disconnect. And so what we see is victory now. We can see how it's laid out. And they're screaming. The decisions being made now is just like exorcism. People are screaming. And they're joining together in this whole woman's thing right now. The woman's going to be the future. Hillary Clinton just said recently, we're going to see woman of the future. This is what Eve did in the Garden of Eden. And this is what the serpent did. He wants to put the women up front of God the Father. Because that's what it's about. You don't tell us what to do with our bodies. Because we're not, as fathers and husbands are doing that, we are listening to God the Father. You reject that, you reject everything. And so, it's a difficult answer to give 35 years of apparitions why something to me is is frustrating for me. I saw it in the beginning. I saw it from the get-go. And that's what appealed to me in my chemistry and me and my spiritual walk immediately when I went to Medjugorje. Immediately when I heard it, I didn't want to just study it. I didn't want to just follow it. I wanted to be immersed in it. I wanted to be impressed into me. And so Our Lady said that February 25th that we just received, 2017. She says, profoundly live your faith and to implore the Most High to strengthen it so that winds and storms cannot break it. And we're now where we said we've had enough. We've been crushed so long. You can do whatever you want to. And so, how is that seen? And how can be said last night for today's message? I'm going to show before this message. It's a common thing for this. It's a common thing for the writings. Not only a day before, but 11 years ago, what we talked about in Mesonomics was saying what the media was doing which was lying, now they say it's fake news. It's not fake news, it's a lie. It's a satanic infestation into the media. People say, well, you can't say about that about all media. You know which media is it, and they represent a side opposite of our side. There's other media that represents us. And it's not the big networks. And it's not the sources people think from God. But it is. And when God moves, you can see it if you're in prayer, if you're fasting. So Our Lady shows these things to us, to the messages. We've been blessed and being immersed all day long in the messages. We follow Our Lady. We fell into a prayer life to follow her. It wasn't no community for six years. I did it with my family. Then I asked for community. They followed that, and they followed this way. And the way I follow it is Our Lady's way. And we we define the magical messages. We believe that. We believe Our Lady's given us gifts we don't deserve. Nor shall we reserve 
for ourselves, but we to give it to others and to spread it. And today's message really is a confirmation. This March 2nd, 2017 message is a confirmation of decisions made 35 years ago, uh, longer, longer before that. Decisions I was making before Medjugorje began. The way I thought, the way I believed, the way I saw this. Medjugorje was just an extension and expansion of what I felt in my heart. And when it came along, I felt I was born for this. I felt even my cognition before Medjugorje, before the messages, before Lady came, was preparing me for what I do now. And wherever you jump on this train that's going toward the light, the crush of darkness, is the time and God put you on it. So I see from my beginnings it was this way. And so it's easy for me to see these things, so easy that it's frustrating that other people don't see it. Not an aggravation frustration, but I don't understand how it's so simple for me to see this and others don't. But maybe that's the gift God gives so that we can break these messages open and manifest them physically into your way of life. And so with that, listen carefully to these extraordinary words that came from heaven today. It is the biggest news lines not for today, but all the way into eternity. These messages are everything to bring us to the second coming whenever that happens. And you're in the amphitheater history of the moment they're being given. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's March 2nd, 2017 message given on the day for non-believers through Mariana. Dear children, with motherly love, I am coming to help you to have more love, and that means more faith. I am coming to help you to live with love the words of my son so that the world would be different. Therefore, apostles of my love, I am gathering you around myself. Look at me with a heart. Speak to me as to a mother about your pains, sufferings, and your joys. Ask me to pray to my son for you. My son is merciful and just. My motherly heart would desire for you also to be like that. My motherly heart would desire that you Apostles of my love, speak of my son and of me to all those around you with your life so that the world would be different, that simplicity and purity would return, that faith and hope would return. Therefore, my children, pray, pray, pray with the heart. Pray with love. Pray with good works. Pray that everyone would come to know my son so that the world would change, that the world would be saved. With love, live the words of my son. Do not judge. Instead, love one another. 
so that my heart could triumph. Thank you. This message is very profound. It's a definition, I feel, of what we do at Curitas in the community, what we begin at our home and our grounds, that everybody is to imitate. I've believed for a long, long time that we have lived the future, what's coming in the future. And when he says the words, that simplicity and purity would return. Why is she saying that? What does she mean by that? It's preceded by my motherly heart with desire that you, apostles of my love, speak of my son and of me. Speak of me. We're not quiet about Our Lady. Wherever we go, it's natural for us. She just said, speak to me, ask me, look at me, gather around myself. Look at me? Why would she say that? Because you can see Our Lady do prayer. She's that real. This is a message saying, I am really, really with you. You can ask me anything. We're to have conversations with Our Lady, just like you see a three-year-old child pretending that they're talking to somebody. And most everybody's witnessed that in their life with their children or other kids. And it's a cute thing. It's a funny thing. But we can do the same thing in our little corner, in our little altar. And it's not pretend. She's there. And you can feel our presence. We've done things where we often have felt the presence of Our Lady. I felt it several times, many times through my life, in a profound way, physically. I can see her, but I can see her how she said, look at me with the heart. That means we can see her. You know when somebody's in your presence, if you're not asleep, your eyes are closed, and they walk into the room. You can sense that. Our Lady's efficacy, the power, is here in a way that the world has never experienced before this. So she says, speak of my son and me to all those around you with your life. You're not to be timid. You're not to be apologizing for talking about Our Lady. And there's a reason with that. Around you in your life, so that the world would be different. She is here to change the world. Everybody's upset at each other on one side and the other, the dark side and the light side. Because we see we're being resisted, we're being accused that we hate. And where does the hate come from? Hatred in people is becoming more and more clear. And the light is coming more and more clear. And the distance and the chasm between both of us is becoming more clear. When Our Lady said the words, that simplicity and purity would return. What does that mean? It means an agrarian way of life. How do I get that? Because we're too complex. If you read the scriptures, you'll see it, what it says. It says it should come in the latter days where they will beat their swords into plowshares. 
Why are they beating the swords and the plowshares? Why not plates? Why not pots for cooking? You'd think it's by accident that they were going to turn their swords into plowshares. What do you do with a plow? Agrarian way of life. Why do you do that? Because ore comes from the earth. You make metal out of that. We've advanced so much making cars from the minerals of the earth that nobody can make it tangible how that came out of the creation of God and the advances in the technology. We're so impure with all this. It's, it's so far, there's no purity to it. And the closer you get back to the ground of life, the closer you get back to the soil, where everything has come from, the more pure everything is. And you know what happens? You do the second thing with your steel. So it says they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And nations will cease to rise against nations. This is what's going to happen in the latter days. Our ladies are here for just a little apparition, a little moment in our time. This is biblical revelation being fulfilled by private revelations, and are you a part of it? Have you joined it? Have you immersed yourself in it? Have you employed the most high to strengthen your faith and start living profoundly? Because you'll regret it. And that's why we've repeatedly talked about the August 25th, 1997 message that soon will come a time you will lament for the messages. Because when you wake up and you realize the secrets are released and you had all the opportunities in the world to follow our lady, change your life, change his directions, and you're caught off guard and you're way behind getting back to the purity of the soil, live in simplicity. It's going to be difficult for you. So our lady says, the world is to be different. We will not continue the life we live as we live it today. Everything looks on the horizon now. Things are changing. Yes, it's changing. But when this change keeps coming, and when the pendulum has gone as far as it can go toward darkness that way and come back the other way, there's a lot more light and more light and more light until it gets to the other side. Just neutral. And from there, life changes dramatically. I think it's incredible that the scriptures talk about a time when they would beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. So we're in way life, going back to the soil. The purity of the soil, where you grow your food. I'm not talking about being peasants. I'm not talking about anything. But we are going back. We're going back with Adam was told in the beginning. Adam was told, by the sweat of your brow shall you eat. And man is satisfied when he does that, and he lives more holy, because he's closer to God through nature. And you can't escape it. And God didn't say we're just going to go back a little bit to the beginning of the Industrial Revolutions. We're going to go back to the plowshares. However that's defined is not important to me. One thing I know, Sundays used to be different. Christians lived a different way. They worked six days hard. They did the things they did. They prayed for rain. They prayed for the corn. All those things was there. And that beautiful moment is coming back to us. 
salvation coming through the stained glass Starched white shirts, pretty dresses Old Mr. Jones sneaking a nap We're singing just as I am All the way down to the sixth verse Then rushing out the door, Mama praying, Lord, don't let the roast be burned Sunday in the small town Everything just slows down After six days working hard It's horseshoes in the backyard Shade got it made Braver rain so the corn grows Amen, wash the dirt off your soul Lord knows it's the one day of the week With a zip code The old ladies on the porch Rocking babies Talking about how fast they grow You curled up next to me Girl, feels like an answered prayer Can't find the sign of the devil Slipping round here anywhere That Sunday in a small town Six days working hard It's horseshoes in the backyard Shade got it made Braver rain so corn grows Amen, wash the dirt off your soul of my son and of me to all those around you with your life. My brother and I went probably 30 years ago or more up to Amish country and we saw early in the morning no sounds. We saw from the road a field that had fog all over it and we saw a man come out of the fog sitting on his plows with four horses, which they sit the Amish on a low seat near the soil. And he was plowing that through there. And he came out and thought it was a beautiful, incredible scene. No noise. And it was just peace. 
And he went on down parallel on the road. He made the turn. We watched him. And then we saw another image come out of the fog again. Mystical. And as it became clearer and clearer, we realized it was another four horses, another plow, but his wife followed him on that, on the outer ring of what he just plowed. Why would I remember that? Why would anybody remember such a scene except there's something to it, something beautiful? Partner, life, marriage, family, soul, hope. Speak of my son and of me to all those around you with your life. I know she had a blue dress on, a white bonnet. That's how much it impressed me with their life. So that the world would be different. Why are you stuck in the mindset the way the world is that it's going to stay that way? If Our Lady triumphs, is not going to. And she plans to triumph, but we're seeing the vestiges of it beginning at this moment. The world would be different that simplicity and purity would return, that faith and hope would return. Therefore, my children, pray, pray, pray with the heart. Pray with love. Pray with good works. I would say A plus for that Amish couple with their works. They preached to me. There was a sermon, something beautiful, something that I said I'd like to form my life on. No, as Catholics, we're not going to be Amish. They've got their beliefs. But we're coming with Our Lady to show us what witness can do and how beautiful things are tied to the soil. You have said so many times over the years, uh, people that you brought to Medjugorje have said, oh, I just wish I could live in Medjugorje. I want to move to Medjugorje. And you've answered back, I don't want to move to Medjugorje. I don't believe that's what Our Lady's called us to do. I believe we're to make Medjugorje back in our own homes. And that's what you set out to do. You changed your world into Medjugorje. You brought the change that happened in your own heart into the heart of your family, and that attracted others to join you. And through a community growing here, it has influenced the whole world in following Our Lady. Our Lady's emphasis on the world and this message gave rise to this reflection of how do you go about changing the world. And you were saying before the program that you cannot change the world individually because you don't have the power to change your world just by yourself. And I'd like you to expand on that in, in answering that question. Well, the ingredients of all these messages first change yourself. If you don't change yourself, you can change nobody else. The code of the message is always what she said on February 25th, to profoundly live your faith. You can't do that without renunciation, without going to conversion, 
without repudiating everything in and of you that does not work in harmony with God's plans and the messages. And you have to realize that I have said she has plans for the whole world. And that world doesn't matter in any way except for you yourself. You change the world. That's how it works. And you can't do anything beyond yourself. So that's where you have to go through conversion. That's where you have to go be purified. And people will want to be like that. They'll want to be attracted to that. Our lady said in that February 25th, 2017 message, to profoundly live your faith and implore the most high strength in it. And she says at the end, she says, through renunciation and the call to conversion. And then she says this, to be people of clear and persevering faith and hope. These people came out of that fog and clarity of a people who have faith and hope. I was very impressed with that on my heart. Our Lady said March 2nd, 2012, Pray to the Holy Spirit for my Son to be impressed within you. That was a Holy Spirit moment. I was stamped. I was impressed by the Holy Spirit. Because it wasn't just a scene. It was a, it was a, a staged thing for me and one of thousands of parts of my process of conversion. But I was open to that. We went up there to see what they were doing, how they lived. We wanted to be open. What was the traits of God that we should adopt? We're not scared of technology. They don't use it like we do. But one thing we did learn from them is it never masters us. We master it. That's why we don't have television. That's why we don't have cell phones. That's why we don't have electronics in our houses. That's a different way of life. If you want to know what's going to happen so that the world would be different, you can come look at how we live in our houses. We live a perfect way, but we are an imperfect people in need of contrition, confession, fasting, and prayer. But that doesn't change anything any different than what the apostles were. They had to grow in conversion. They were pretty rowdy for those three years. And they still didn't get it right up to three years of ministry with Christ, being trained by Him. We've got 35 years plus with Our Lady. So these things are beautiful, and we have to understand that what we see, we can never see what Our Lady sees. The mother always can see further than we can, always. And that's what he wants to reinstitute in the woman, in the family, that the mother can see what we can't see. But she's lost wisdom because she follows the world, its fashions, its ways, and you go dark that way. We cannot break the laws. We cannot bend the rules. This is the way it is, and we've been doing that for decades now, and we've made a mess. Our Lady is here for her sun to shine down across the darkness in the world. Got a whole lot of years and a whole lot of pain And it all got me here where the river meets the clay Winding through my past, trying to find some good But I can't seem to see 
mama always could In that sun is shining down On all my darker days Then come to me now As I hear the preacher say In the name of the Son and the Father Can I really leave it all In three feet of water Rooms I bend, take the broken dreams and hearts, make them all whole again. I've been carrying around all the messes that I made, but a few more steps from now, then I'll be washed away. And that sun is shining now. that simple, huh? That's how he ends the song. Yes, that's what he just told us today, that simplicity and purity would return. It's a natural effect of following God's ways and his command. Our lady is here to show the way of life in a new time because things are going to change. She says, I bring you into a time where you will get to know God more. What does that mean? It means what it says. And when do we know God more? When we depend on Him and not everything on the shelf and the consumerism 
we turn back to God. We're coming to a glorious time. But glory doesn't come with that pain. And she spoke about that today. Look at me with the heart. Speak to me as to a mother about your pains and sufferings and your joys. This is what the song was just about. You thought I could leave it all? You took my cross so I could leave it all in three feet of water? So it's that simple, huh? Yes, it is. When Our Lady said today that what's missing in the world is simplicity and purity, faith and hope, do you think that the world recognizes that those things are really missing? If we were to ask somebody on the street, what's missing from our world? Would those be the things that they would say? Or is it those things are what we are supposed to be bringing to the conversation when we meet people? It's just not conversation. She says, speak of me. But that's always with your life. Just going back to the Amish couple, they spoke. I never heard a word from them. But that also leads to words. Because we went on to talk to others there. We want to know about the life. We want to hear about it. But the witness, the silent witness, drew us to that and gave us many more questions to ask. And that's what happened there to Christians. I'm in Los Angeles right now. We've been to Beverly Hills, right here in Hollywood. Not because we wanted to come here for visit. We ran across an individual at a trade show about concrete. There was one place that we wanted to go, one booth. And we wanted to go there because they had products. What we would be doing in our mission, it was as far as concrete work and some things we want to do in the future to actually have spread Medjugorje. And so we were delayed for two days to get to this one booth. We go there and we're only going to be there about 10 minutes to get the materials because we had a lot of ground to cover. We're limited in our time. And so I'm talking to the people at the booth, the, the representatives of the company. And my wife separates from me and she gets on the corner and this guy's talking very loudly and he actually is chewing somebody out in the booth. So I'm not paying any attention to him. And so he goes on and on. He's very loud. And my wife says, you got to come. She comes to me. She says, you got to come up here now. I says, now I'm talking to these guys. She says, no, come here. You got to listen to this guy. So I went over there, and he's an Italian guy. He was almost deaf, and he's explained to these people that you don't know how to make molds. This is not the right way, and he's basically blessing them out. So immediately, he reminded me of my dad being Italian, and we hit it off just in a couple of minutes. He had a photograph album of some of his work. It's pretty incredible. So. We talked to him for what he did and his type of things that he did and resulted in a meeting that lasted only 10 minutes that we knew Our Lady looked down across this nation and saw us in Alabama and saw this guy in California. How am I going to get these people to meet? He was Catholic. He doesn't go to church. He's 86 years old. He's pretty set in his ways. Got a cross around his neck, and you ask if he's Catholic. I'm Catholic. You go to church? No, I don't go to church. You know, he don't need that. So anyway, this man 
I took a bunch of pictures of his photograph album. And so we went back to our state. And we called him and had an arrangement to come back and meet with him and his wife. And that's why we're here in Los Angeles. This man was in Italy. He was born there. When he went to school at first grade, he didn't have the money. They were poor. They didn't have anything to take a bath, things like that. So the teacher told him he had to come back to school clean the next day. So this is a first grader. So he came back the next day, and she said, put your hands out. He put his palms out, and they were filthy. Then he turns his hands other way, she says, to do that. They were dirty. And she struck both of his hands real hard. He walked out of school and never came back. His schooling is a day and a half. Now, what's impressive about this guy is he speaks five languages. He's lived in France. He's lived in other countries. And so he's making things that are beautiful, incredible. He does molds. He makes everything from fountains to statues to buildings. If you go in Beverly Hills, a lot of the buildings, this guy did it. He's working right now for Lonnie Ritchie. He's done work for George Hamilton, Sally Struthers, John Wayne. Bishop Bardot used to dance with him. Kenny Loggins, Casey Kasin, he just, before he died, just recently, top 40 guy, he did two buildings for him. The guy is very impressive with his knowledge. He's very smart. But he's getting old. He can't hear. Very good. He's obviously toward the end of his walk in his life. Obviously, his eyes are starting to go fail him. But we fell in love with this guy and his wife. My wife has been here three days with him. We're going out to dinner with him tonight. What I'm saying is, this guy's so simple that when he goes to work for people and these movie stars, that the designers and the architects, the designer, he has to go through them. He's reading these plans, complicated. He knows his math. He knows all of these things, how to read it. But after the movie stars start working with him and talking to him, they fire the other people because his ideas are better. But there's something in this man's heart that's love. And it's contagious. We immediately, in that 10-minute meeting a couple of months ago, felt family with him. And we want him to pass on before he dies the skills he's got into our community because we want to make some of these things. And we're our construction. You've seen the Tabernacle of Relay's messages. It's something of beauty. It's something simple. It's something of God. We want people to see God in our environment, in the simplicity. It's an amazing story with this guy because he's not what you would expect. He's not educated in the sense of everybody else. He has difficult reading, but he has skills beyond most everybody in the world. And that's why all these stars are getting him to do his work. My point in saying this is because we have put in his path to get something for a mission and help it and we're put in his path for him to help him go toward heaven. And I've spoken to him about it. He's given a lot away. A lot of money is very generous. But these encounters 
When Our Lady says, so that the world would be different, that simplicity and purity return, that faith and hope would return, that comes about by speaking of my son and me. We didn't hold back. We told immediately who we were and about Our Lady in our 10, 15-minute meeting at the Concrete Show. The miracle of this is that we got together by appointment of Our Lady because He needs something from us and His wife and we need something from them. This is a typical story of walking with Our Lady and it's miraculous. Our Lady says, you call me, you pray, you leave the messages, you'll see miracles in your everyday life. This encounter is an encounter with the God. It's an encounter with Our Lady. Our Lady's first message to us in the valley was, that your work be prayer and everybody you meet be an encounter with God. It's beautiful to live this way. Very consoling. Yes, you have to pay the price to renunciation. But these things are in your life and in your future if you want it. And so, here it is, God giving this guy mercy at the end of his life, calling him to go closer to God, because obviously he doesn't have 50 years left. And here it is, he can pass something that's going to die with him. And nobody has a skill now. He's the only one around these parts that have it. So God finds mercy through us, for him, and for our mission through him, for us. Let the sun beat down upon my face 
Till the light burns all my wrongs and struggles And the water washes me away Let mercy find me Find me Find me Let mercy find me Find me Find me Find me And Annette, uh, your wife, was telling me some of the stories over the phone the other day of, of this gentleman. And I, I asked her, well, is he a believer? And she said, well, you know, we didn't know because they didn't go to church and these kinds of things, you know, you were observing. But when you were invited to their home, when you walked in, you saw different images of Our Lady over all over their home and last supper scene that carved in a beautiful setting. And, and you, you came to know really that they were believers. I think that goes with what our lady is saying at the end of the message where she says, do not judge instead, love one another so that my heart could triumph. But what I wanted to ask in particular is that, This is a beautiful message, an encouraging message, so full of Our Lady's love. But it's also almost a a really sad message in a sense, or you have the sense, or do you have the sense that when Our Lady is saying, my motherly heart would desire for you to be merciful and just. My motherly heart would desire that you, my apostles of my love, speak of my son and me because the world would be different. The world would change. The world would be saved. And it's, I know that it's happening, but is it happening? In her heart, does she really see that we're still dragging behind? She would wish that we would be farther along than we are. Well, Our Lady gave a message on the March 2nd message of 2012. She says, Do not permit that by looking at you and your life, they are not overcome by a desire to come to know Him. And that's when she went on to say, Pray to the Holy Spirit for my Son to be impressed within you. We're supposed to be that kind of life. We're the window to God that people don't have. And I feel the impulse to help this man to pass from this life to the next. And it's not because I don't think he's not holy. In his own way, he is. He's got a lot of love in his heart. He he helps a lot of people. He's even taught some of these movie stars who didn't even pay him. He just says, okay, forget it. And he's blessed. He's fallen and stumbled throughout the years. But he's a very impressive person. In fact, Casey Kaysen's wife is a movie star. And we was working at the house a couple of years ago. 
she sat down and said, I, I want to put you on a TV show. He's, that, he's got that kind of personality. He said, no, I don't want to do that. He's simple. You don't think much about him. He's not real complex. And that's what we have to deal with people. How you deal with this and bring people that's had broken dreams, been beat down, just like this song talking about three feet of water, all the mess that they made in their life, except through us. Our Lady is calling on us to be that door to God. And everything is about to change. And she doesn't have this training for all of you to be Navy SEALs out there and become her apostles. And all the cognition, all the difficulties, you wonder when you go through conversion, how much, why all these problems? Because the world has problems. If you can't go through the real experience of that and how you deal with it, how can you be apostles to explain for another that's going through it, the conversion, to go through it? I've got cognition to say everything I need to say to this individual. Don't even know him. Except that I have 30 years of knowing this guy. I feel like I've known him that long. And that's where we go. Whatever we do, this happens. We're invited right into strangers' houses. And we both feel comfortable with each other, my wife and him and his wife. Now, I'm not going on and on about this, but it was pretty amazing to even this song about find mercy on me. It's a beautiful thing. The song says, didn't always have the cleanest hands. How do you do what he's done with a day and a half of schooling? See, we got so much focus on education, so much focus on the wrong thing. You don't have to have that. You have to have a good heart, and he's got a good heart. You have to have love in your heart. And these are the people we still need to bring to light because we still need the light. So we have to see that the wind is blowing right now across the world. And lady says, I come in the wind. That's my sign. We've got in our community, one of our ways of life is we don't keep our blinds shut all the time. In neighborhoods, all the blinds and curtains are always shut now. We keep a bone because when we walk past, we want to see life. And they're eating supper or they're getting cooking in the kitchen or whatever. We want to see the family there. Now everybody's in a cocoon, a dark place. There's no light. There's no wind coming in it. Even in the wintertime, we leave our windows open. And everything is about to change.
And this is our lady's plans. Everything will change physically after everything changes interiorly. She's come for her apostles to change. And for those who want to change but don't know they don't want to change, she's here for them also. But she can't reach them because they don't know God's love. They don't know how to follow Him. They're handicapped because they never knew the love of the father in the home and the mother. Or they were in a war zone. And so many, many other problems. Just like we spoke about in Metronomics a few weeks back, Annie confronted somebody who was in a bad, bad lifestyle. And she got cursed out for it. But she did it with love. And to make the story short, this girl finally broke down crying because we're taught by Our Lady to stand up against this and speak the truth with love, but real strength and no apology. But one thing that I'm telling you this story about is because this girl said that God has never helped me. He's never done anything for me. So you see the difficult situation she has. She's handcuffed. The only hands she has is us because free will can be broken. And so many people in the family are broken to pieces. Total destruction. Don't even know who they are. Don't even know how they were born and what they are. They're messed up. And they do cry out to God in their own concept of what he is. Or they try to bend the rules. And they unbreak the law because they want to live by the law themselves. Everybody wants to be good in their own way. But they never experience that love of God. And one of the keystone parts of the messages is that they come to know God's love through you. Our Lady, December 7th, 2007, appeared very sad, eyes filled with tears. The whole apparition to Mariana. Our Lady says, Dear children, today... While I'm looking at your hearts, my heart is filled with pain and shudder. My children, stop for a moment and look into your hearts. She's not talking about the reprobates. It's us who listen to her. You and me. Is my son, your God, truly in the first place? Are his commandments truly the measure of your life? I am warning you again. Without faith, there is no God's nearness. God's word, which is the light of salvation and the light of common sense. Mariana actually jumps into this message and says to Our Lady, she says, Mariana, I ask Our Lady painfully not to leave us and not to give up on us. Amazing. And you know what happened? Our Lady painfully smiled to her request and left. She didn't even finish the message. She never finished the words of thank you to the message. Mariana was distraught over this separation. We were all caught off guard because she was just sounding like she was writing us off. Well, she comes back 30 days later 
on January 2nd, 2008. And then our lady says this as if taken off from the message in December. And she adds these words to the message, basically, with all the strength of my heart. Remember, Mariana says, please don't give up on us. With all the strength of my heart, I love you and give myself to you. That's what happened today. Our lady said 19 times, me, myself, and I. We use that term for being selfish. People think me, myself, and I. God has appointed her as the keystone point to open the door of heavens to billions of people from now to the end of time until our son comes back. And it's all about me, myself, and I, the Holy Virgin Mary. It's an incredible thing. She says, 16 times just me, myself, and my. She can't speak like that unless God's ordaining something with this woman to hold the keys to the kingdom. You say, well, Peter holds that true. But everything has to be revised. Everything has to be changed. So a month later, our lady says, with all my strength, all my heart, I love you and give myself to you as a mother fights for her children. That's what Marianne said the month before. Don't give up on us. Please fight for us. As a mother fights for her children, I pray for you and I fight for you. Then she says, I ask you not to be afraid to open yourselves so as to be able to love with the heart and give yourself to others. That's the first place I'm here in Los Angeles for. That's the first thing you're supposed to be doing to your day. Clean everything inside so everything outside changes and people will want to be like you. They want to be around you. People want to gather around the Virgin Mary for who she is. And so this person, Annie Confronted, admits that she wants the relationship with God. And you know there's many non-believers out there. People who never know the love of God. They want some kind of relationship with God, but they're not able to connect with Him. When you train a horse, you want to get his attention. And once he connects to you, you can teach. Our lady wants to connect with these people, but we are the hands to do that. We are the instruments to do it. It's through us that happens. And if you're not attractive in what you do in your way of life, who wants to talk to you? Who will even hear of you? If you speak of her and you're a fanatic the way you do it, but you don't live it, you do nothing. you got to do it with your life. you got to be an impressive witness like the Amish couple. And that impacts. And then people will have many questions for you. And they'll take your advice. And so what we have to do now is speak to me, ask me, look at me. And we have people doing that, like this person, and he confronted. God's never done nothing for me. You don't think she's talked to God, but she doesn't know how to recognize. She doesn't know how to open up. That comes through us. That's why we're being trained for to be an apostle. Because they said something to God. But they want God on their terms because they don't know how to do it. They're crippled. And these hearts can be uncrippled and unbroken through our witness. And so they're saying something. They're asking God, say something to me, God. I'm giving up on you, God. 
and many of them go into a more degraded life. We intercepted this girl, and she left with hope and gave a big hug and said, thank you. She said, I came that day to the building where she was looking for something. See, they're all looking for God. They're telling God, say something, or they're going to give up. Just like Mariana says, don't give up on us. You can't give up on those people. Our Lady depends on you to be the answer that God wants to give them through you. Say something, I'm giving up on you I'll be the one if you want me to Anywhere I would have followed you
so many people going to perdition. So many souls. Who could say this? I would have followed you, God, if you had just had said something to me. I wanted to love you, but I never met you. I want to learn love, but no one showed me. I tried to swallow my pride, but your children's witness stopped me. God, I never met you. I'm giving up on you. You can stop people from going to hell. But are you all these things? You may be the only Bible someone may see. And things are changing. And it can only happen with you. Pray that everyone will come to know my son so that the world would change and that the world would be saved. With love live the words of my son. Do not judge. Instead, love one another so that my heart could triumph. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night.